This is Kenyon Phillips, and you're listening to Be Here Tomorrow. <laughs> that was that was some fucking bullshit VO voice. Okay, this is my real voice. This is Kenyon Phillips, and you're listening to Be Here Tomorrow, a podcast dedicated to finding reasons to live. It's summertime here in Connecticut. The sun is out. It's beautiful. Nobody's wearing masks. And I find myself asking, is the pandemic over? From where I stand, it kind of feels like it is. And yet, it also feels like it isn't. And it kind of feels like it's never going to be over. I mean, there are new subvariants being announced constantly. The other day, I was having an allergy attack. And... What did I do? I reached for a COVID test and, you know, convinced that, oh, God, if I'm having any sort of upper respiratory symptoms, then I must I must have COVID. And we are collectively traumatized by this. And not only are we traumatized by the experience of of living with this pandemic and this disease and having our lives threatened by it, but we are also living with the trauma of of an epidemic of isolation and loneliness, having to live with a very real fear of other people, being afraid of touch, being afraid of, of connection, and at the same time needing it. And arguably this predates the pandemic and goes back to the proliferation of smartphone use and social media and the fact that, you know, we're all interacting with each other from behind screens rather than in person. I mean, screens are wonderful in a way. I mean, being able to work over Zoom is enabling me to make a living at this point in time. However, we're missing out on key human information by not being physically together. Smells, sometimes that's a good thing, missing out on smells. Micro signals that we are sending to each other, that our bodies send to each other, you know, that's all being blocked effectively by digital interaction. You know, and and it's proven clinically to cause depression and anxiety. And there is an overwhelming amount of suicidal ideation and suicidal behavior going on out there since the pandemic. And absolutely that has a lot to do with isolation. And what does this isolation look like? What does it feel like? For me, it feels like social awkwardness. You know, I'm I'm an affectionate person. And when I'm seeing somebody, I want to hug them. And then I think, "Mm, maybe I shouldn't do it. Uh, Trepidation about going into any public area without a mask on. And, oh my God, I better wash my fucking hands. So the question I find myself asking is, how do we get back to being social animals again. We are social creatures. We survive by being connected to each other. So yeah, what am I doing to foster a sense of connection? One of the things I'm doing is this podcast. And yes, while I'm (laughs) recording it in isolation here in my booth, um, I am transmitting it to you and you are hearing it and hopefully identifying with it and hopefully understanding that you're not alone, that you're not the only person on earth who's having these kinds of thoughts and fears and experiences. Another way I'm combating isolation, I think pretty actively, is by co-founding, together with my dear, dear, dear friend, Shirley Pinkson Manis, a healing arts center called, appropriately enough, Center. 
What is Center? Shirley and I define it as a sacred collective dedicated to the expansion of consciousness, health, and happiness through radical self-acceptance and service to others. That sounds pretty, but what does that mean exactly? Um, For me and for Shirley, it means getting people together, small groups of people in person at these sort of experimental retreats for a day to just be. And the day is built around workshops, which are led by guides. Shirley and I call them guides. They are experts in a particular healing modality who provide everyone present with very real, very applicable tools for not only healing, but for facilitating connection and discussion. It's an opportunity for people to be in community again after two years of not being in community with anyone outside of your bubble. We'll eat together. Everyone will have a chance to share what they're going through, how they're experiencing the day. And what Shirley and I do is we set the stage for vulnerability and for openness and for compassion. And we just say, hey, this is what we're working on. This is what we'd like to heal. Neither Shirley nor I are are claimed to be gurus or experts or therapists. We're not. We're two people who are creating a safe space and hopefully giving people tools to to heal themselves through the guides we bring to the circle. This weekend, who do we have? We have Corey Farazam. She is an integrative energy healer, a Reiki master, and a sonic shaman who uses sound to heal. And her philosophy is that each of us is born with an innate ability to heal ourselves spiritually, emotionally, mentally, even physically and to actually manifest everything that we desire. And Shirley and I have experienced this ourselves, and we just wanted to share it, the experience of being immersed in a live sound bath. You're put at ease because you're floating on a bed of sound, and the sounds are primal. The sounds aren't always pretty or beautiful, but they are soothing and familiar, if that makes sense. And what they do essentially is unblock the body and facilitate the release of pain, be it physical pain, psychic pain, emotional pain. Sound waves in and of themselves are incredibly healing. And it's not like Corey just does her woo-woo thing and boom, you're healed. She educates, she explains how these sound waves work and how they are in tune with parts of our bodies. It's really fascinating and effective. The other incredible, amazing, exquisite guide we've brought in for this weekend's retreat is Sensei Koshin Paley Ellison. Along with his husband, Sensei Robert Choto Campbell, he is a co-founder of the New York Zen Center for Contemplative Care. Koshin is a teacher, he's a Jungian psychotherapist, he's a palliative care expert, he is an author, he's written this incredible book called Wholehearted, and the subtitle is Slow Down, Help Out, Wake Up, and it's a book that essentially draws on Koshin's life experiences as well as the Zen precepts to help you learn how to explore and investigate your own core values, kind of figure out who you are, how to recognize mental habits that can be unconsciously hurting you and others. 
and most importantly for me, overcoming isolation. He's going to be teaching a workshop on wholehearted being, on compassion, connection, and intimacy, and inviting everyone present to close the gaps that we create between ourselves and others, and to wake up to ourselves and the world around us. And I love what Koshin says in the introduction to wholehearted, where he says, our own personal emotional habits of isolation have now become part of the culture itself. People are afraid of looking at and being with each other. They're afraid of, and paradoxically long for, honest and ordinary conversation. Desperately hungry for connection, lost in the narratives we've constructed about the past and the future, we look to our phones and computers for a morsel of false comfort, or we convince ourselves that someone else's life will bring us contentment or authenticity. And then he, he basically defines what wholehearted being is by saying it's reversing our isolation by coming to know the emotional patterns that keep us trapped in our own heads and learning how to be in relationship again. And that's pretty much what I'm doing here. I am trying to facilitate connection and care for myself, first of all, because that's all I can really control, and you, the listener, those in my community. And when Shirley and I were starting Center and talking about this idea, we asked ourselves, you know, what's the most useful thing we can do? What do we have to offer that can really help people in this moment and be valuable? And for both of us, I think it's a, a talent for facilitating connection and bringing people together and giving people permission to just be. So there are a few spots left. If you are moved by this, if this resonates with you, and you would like to join us this weekend, June 25th, from 10 a.m. until 3.30 p.m. in New Canaan, Connecticut, DM me on Instagram, at the Kenyan Phillips, and I will try to get you in. So if I can remember that Isolation is a choice, and I don't have to be isolated. No matter how traumatized I may be, no matter how isolated we may be as a culture following this pandemic, there are certain things I can do to overcome that isolation. If I can remember that connection and care are within my grasp, then I can be here tomorrow. I'm Kenyon Phillips, and I want to thank you for listening to Be Here Tomorrow. If you're feeling it, definitely subscribe and share on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, SoundCloud. Fuck, I mean, it's everywhere. It's on all those platforms. And if you want to find out more about me and read things that I've written and listen to things that I've recorded that aren't podcasts, go to thekenyonphillips.com. Finally, please, if you have strong feelings about something I've said or haven't said, DM me on Instagram at thekenyonphillips. And in the meantime, I'll be here tomorrow.